except for maybe the most hardened Green Beret or Navy SEAL, most people, when they encounter something that is difficult, are afraid and uncertain and allow those fears to control them. Even if we've done something repeatedly, when we know that something is going to be difficult, there's a moment of hesitation. There's a moment of maybe asking, what if? What if I did something differently? What if this changed? Yesterday I was on the phone with my older brother, and he and his wife celebrated their fifth wedding anniversary the other night, and they live up near Chicago, and so they went downtown Friday night, they went to a concert, and then yesterday morning they woke up in their hotel, had breakfast, and they have three, in their first four years of marriage, they're blessed with four children, or three children, excuse me, and so it's a bit crazy in their house. I just visited a couple weeks ago, and my two-year-old niece treated me like I was some sort of climbing apparatus for three days, or for, or for 24, it felt like three days, it was 24 hours. Anyway, <clears throat> so their household is a bit crazy. And so my brother was saying, I was just checking in with him, and, and I'm talking with him on FaceTime, and the, there's all chaos breaking loose with the four-year-old and the two-year-old, and the one-year-old's napping. And my brother said, yeah, we looked at each other after breakfast, and we said, you know, maybe it'd be nice if we took another two-hour nap. And he thought, you know, then we'd miss the kids. As crazy as it is, it's difficult. So here he is, even recognizing, and, and he's making that choice to be with his family, but he's still recognizing how difficult that is. And we have to be willing to admit that. We have to be willing, especially in our walk of faith, that it is not easy, that it requires a difficult choice. There is nothing more difficult to do, brothers and sisters, than to follow Jesus Christ. Because the example that Jesus lays out for us is a life that leads to death. It also leads to resurrection, but in order for us to get there, we cannot escape the cross, and we know that. We live in a world that is increasingly prioritizing the personal experience of the person as the highest form of truth or reality. And yet we as Catholics believe in objective truth and reality. We serve here at St. Paul's on a college campus where young people are being told that the most important things you can do when you're young is to experiment sexually with drugs or alcohol or to do crazy and wild things. And our message is... Don't do those things. You'll be free if you choose something differently. And our students have to make that choice and struggle. I know in my own life, there's a struggle, there's a difficulty, there's a weight. But not only that, each and every day, we have to choose to follow Jesus. Even when we make that decision, I'm going to follow you, Lord. There's that person at work who's a total jerk, and I have to love her or him. There's that reality in my life that I'm struggling with this particular vice or I'm struggling to make ends meet and we still have to choose to love and to serve. We see the person on the street who has made poor decisions, who is struggling with alcoholism or drug addiction and we're still called to serve and to feed and to love. And never is that easy. But here's the beautiful part. We're in good company. In today's gospel, we hear of St. Joseph. And St. Joseph, St. Matthew tells us, was a righteous man. But he, <coughs> excuse me, even he, at that moment, when he had to choose 
to love Mary, to follow God's will, he struggled. He didn't know what to do. And in fact, he was going to go in a different direction. But he changed his mind. He allowed the Lord to move in his heart. And he put that in front. Now, it's easy for us to think, and this is often the common um, interpretation, is that Joseph was so angry at Mary because she was pregnant, right? And they hadn't been married. They hadn't lived together. So, you know, the the common interpretation is, is that he was accusing her of adultery, but because he was a good man, he didn't want the scorn to come upon her. But another interpretation is this, is that Mary told Joseph what had happened. And he was so overcome by that and recognizing his own unworthiness in relationship to that, that he couldn't fathom himself living as the earthly father of God incarnate. And of walking day by day with the mother of God. And so it didn't have to do with what he thought or perceived was the sin of another necessarily. He was also looking within. So it's not just that in our own walk with the Lord we're worried about all the external stuff. We also have to overcome our internal fear. The recognition of the bad habits or the bad decisions that we've made. And to still persevere and choose through that. But the example of Joseph is beautiful because it's that we see two things. A couple of years ago, Pope Francis declared a year for St. Joseph in the church. And he wrote a beautiful letter called Corde Patris, from the heart of the father. <coughs> and in that letter, he talks about the different aspects of St. Joseph. And one of the aspects he writes about is St. Joseph the dreamer. And we see that in the gospel. And in fact, Joseph in the gospels has three dreams that lead him to do God's will courageously. And it's a reminder to us to be dreamers, to open our hearts to new realities, to instead of being cast down and overburdened by the cares of this world and to think that we'll never get better, to open our hearts to thinking as God thinks and to look at the situation not as something terrible, but as an opportunity for something great. And we don't, friends, have to look far because of where we serve. Our mission is primarily to the students of Indiana University. And we know that the challenges of young people leaving the faith. And if we're not dreamers, if we're not open to thinking and acting in new ways, we can just say, oh, woe is us. They just don't love Jesus. And we can just close the doors. But there's been a conscious decision. There's been a conscious decision by many people to say, let's actually dream big. Let's dream as if we can go out with the truth, the goodness and beauty of the gospel. Let's dream as if everyone on campus needs that gospel. And everyone in this community is called to be the person to bring it out there. When we dream like St. Joseph, when we open our hearts to that, we can lean into those difficult moments. But it also requires on our part righteousness. We have to strive after goodness. We have to drive out sin in our life. We have to strive to do the good to prioritize the poor, to put the needs of others in front of ourselves. And that prepares us so that when the big challenge comes, we can respond with courage, conviction, and charity. In that beautiful reading from the second letter, or from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, 
We have this beautiful image of St. Paul being set apart as an apostle and for the gospel. We see that St. Joseph is set apart for, the, for being the, the earthly father of Jesus. We see in the first reading the prophet Isaiah is set apart for the prophesying of God's revelation. Brothers and sisters, you have been chosen for the same mission. Be not afraid, but dream big and live righteously. In this last week, we get four full weeks of Advent this year. Next year, we get three weeks in a day. We get four full weeks of Advent. Four full weeks to prepare for the coming of Christ next week at Christmas. So we are then being called by God to step courageously and with, and with conviction into our vocations, into our chosenness, to lead others to Jesus, to live righteously, and to dream big. How is God calling you to overcome the fears in your life, in your relationships, to overcome your sin, and to bring the gospel into every aspect of your life? St. Joseph intercedes constantly on your behalf. St. Joseph is the patron of the church. And just as he was chosen, so are you. Do not be afraid. Awake from your slumber and take the Lord and his mother Mary into your heart and into your home. You will not regret it.